Imagine a world where the dead don't stay dead. A world where the dead walk the streets as a few remaining pockets of human survivors struggle to stay alive. In 2003, writer Robert Kirkman and artist Tony Moore presented such a world in the comic book album The Walking Dead. It was an instant hit, and in 2010 the TV series The Walking Dead was launched. Now on season 8, it remains one of the most popular TV series out there. There has been some games on the theme, but now Walking Dead fans all over the world are eagerly awaiting the upcoming game Overkills The Walking Dead from Starbreeze that will be released later this year. In a series of character trailers, we meet the main characters of the game and Goodbye Kansas Studios are producing them in tight collaboration with Starbreeze. The first one, Aiden, was released in December 2017 and the second one, Maya, early in April 2018. So how do you produce something that is both terrifying, eerie and photorealistic? Let's meet some of the people behind these trailers. Follow me down Yellow Brick Road and meet two of the artists that made it happen. everybody, I'm Nils Lagerin and this is Yellow Brick Road, the podcast where we take you over the rainbow and beyond, talking about visual effects, animation and digital wonders. Today we're going to talk Overkills the Walking Dead and I have two distinguished guests from Goodbye Kansas with me. VFX supervisor Henrik Eklund and senior character artist Jonas Skog. Welcome. Thank you. Hello, thank you. Jonas, you've been with us before, but Henrik, it's your first time on Yellow Brick Road, so... Just a brief introduction. How did you end up in this wonderful world of digital wonders? Well, I started working in 2006. Uh, I was started working as a generalist and then I worked my way up to working as a VFX supervisor for most of our game trailers that uh, we do here at Goodbye Kansas. Lovely. Great to have you here. So let's talk Overkills The Walking Dead. Uh, Starbreeze will release the game later this year to PC, Xbox One and PlayStation 4. Uh, but what do we know about the actual game? Well, we know that they have revealed that it's a four-player co-op game set in Washington sometime after the outbreak with zombies lurking about everywhere. And so to say, we, we are not fully incorporated into their production. So we are as eager as you guys to see what the game will actually <laughs> exactly. look like. Yeah. When, when did Starbreeze contact you regarding doing these trailers? Uh, Starbreeze contacted us in the late 2016 and we started the pre-production in 2017, in the early 2017. So you've been working on this for well over a year, almost one and a half year. Yeah, yes, it's a, it's we have. <laughs> yeah, it, that, that's quite a long time for VFX work. So. Yeah, it is, yeah. it is. So let's start with the first one, Aiden, that was released in December. Uh, where did you find your inspiration for, for the story and setting? Since, since Goodbye Kansas are doing so many post-apocalyptic things nowadays, it's, yeah. it's such an easy way to find inspiration within the company. Mm. We, we have previously done uh, State Zero. We are doing Walking Dead for the TV series. So we, we are 
quite surrounded with post apo stuff and zombies. So Yeah, we have of course the Fear of the Walking Dead as well and then the actual game. Like they showed us a lot of art uh, coming from the game and showed us the game and uh, that gave us a lot of inspiration. Mm. Uh, and the script did that come from Starbreeze or it was directed by Andrea Valin. Uh, yes, the like the starting script came from them and then we evolved it when we started doing like the boardmatic and such it always changes a bit from a going from a script to something that actually is images mm. uh, you need to tweak it sometimes maybe up the pace here or slower the pace there or do something differently. Uh, but I think it turned out great. Hmm. Can you walk us briefly through the, the stages of production? So, so now we have a script. You, you mentioned uh, storyboard, boardmatic. Uh, what comes next? Well, after that, uh, Jonas, maybe you can answer. Yeah, so usually we, we get a delivery from the client. So since uh, Starbreeze is making the Walking Dead game, we we got the initial assets. So we, we get the in-game characters as a package with uh, textures, models, sculpts. So we we use these building blocks to convert that into cinematic quality. So so basically we take their sculpts, we upress them, make them more detailed. We assign the hair, all the shaders. We upress the textures they use in game to fit our needs, so to speak. Yeah, and uh, we take your first work with working with these assets, and then we bring it to a pre-visualization stage, uh, mm-hmm. where we go to our offices in Uppsala and make uh, a first previous with mm-hmm. uh, stunts, usually, and then we do an edit with that data that we bring back from that. Yeah, and it's also a collaboration back and forth between us and the client. So in this fact, it was Starbreeze. So we we received the, the game models, but we, we also have a facial department here at Goodbye Kansas, which provided us with uh, scans. Mm. So we we used these scans along with uh, the facial animation that was provided by our facial department and used this on top of the, the game characters. We, we blended our scans with the in-game data mm. that we got to get a perfect match that would optimize performance for all parts. And and to, to an extreme detail, I mean, compared with previous work that Google Kansas has done, I mean, some of these close-ups are quite amazing, I have to say. I think I, we I think we have done really nice close-ups before as well, but this was like something else bringing our... Uh, facial animation team on, on onto this. This was the first project where we really, really utilized everything of that. Uh, so I think the realism in like the facial animation on top of being it visually really, really stunning, that really made the character pop out and you can really uh, connect with Aiden, so to speak. Yeah, it definitely mm-hmm. upped our game. So yeah, having a new facial department providing us with good facial animation based on actors is a really... It's a milestone for us. Definitely, definitely. I think it was manufactured locally. Finest quality, superior workmanship. In the last episode of uh, Yellowbrick Road, I spoke with Fred Lövberg and Anton Söderhäll about previses. Uh, And obviously you, you did a previs for this one. Uh, it was approved by the client and production moved on. Uh, you did a mocap shoot. 
And uh, w- what happens next when you have the mocap data? Well, after the <coughs> after the mocap shoot, hopefully most of the like the pre-production is done. We have made the assets. We can start uh, going into shots production, where we start to look into the different looks and lighting situations that can be in each shot. Yeah, yeah so, so we have all the, the building blocks in place when we start the shot production. And what we, we do next is we do the lighting. We keep refining the, the assets. The characters keep being refined in the shading, in the hair, so it fits in frame because that's the important part. It should, it should look good in the movie. And it and it's like so many different pieces. I mean, just that, that street setting with, with all the objects. Do you know how many objects you created for it? I'm stuff? not really sure, but we created a lot of generic items that could be used <laughs> in a situation like this. Uh, and then we just made a really nice composition, I think, that uh, worked out great. But uh, we spent a lot of time trying different lighting scenarios because we had some time. Mm. Um, we ended up with a really good look I think like it's, it's staying true to the walking dead uh, quite quite a muted palette yeah yeah quite a muted palette when, when you work with light with lighting uh, a film like this uh, do you work with with uh, uh, style frames or like concept art that you try to imitate or, or do you play around with different kinds of light and render? usually we let like the lead light to do a few ch- tests first and then we might do paint overs on top of that uh, to just find out the it's and bits of lightning that can make the, the, the trailer really pop. So we start out with uh, having the lighter do some tests and then we do paint overs on top of that to really find the final look sort of. And then even as we continue doing the movie, we always reevaluate, make some more paint overs maybe. Uh, we add details to the characters, like we see that nah, maybe his hairline is not working here, we might change that. Uh, we might increase his detail, uh, like his grime in his face or anything like that. Yeah, we have continuous discussions all over the place, just refining the work step by step to to get to the, the quality bar that we want, that was set. And all through these stages, how often do you render in full quality? We try to stay away from that as, as much as possible, since like final output for these frames can be up to five to ten hours. So Jesus. our our like turnarounds are a lot quicker than that. That can be like one hour or something per frame, uh, and you still could tell everything from that. So it's just the last last detail where you want everything as pristine as possible. You you render the finals maybe two times. Yeah. Depending on the project. What software do, do you work with on this one? We mainly use like Maya to like animate and uh, to light in and assemble everything. And then we use different programs like uh, Houdini, Nuke to composite everything. And then Jonas uses specific programs to like... Yeah, we, we use mainly ZBrush for the sculpting. We use Marvelous Designer for all the cloth creation. We we do simulate the cloth in Maya using Ancloth afterwards, but we yeah we do use Yeti for creating all the hair on the characters. Yeah, and we we've started using Substance Painter quite a lot now, mm. and it's very integrated in into our pipeline. Yeah, definitely. And since our clients also use Substance Painter, which is a procedural texture package, we we can just take their textures basically and up them much faster than if we would redo them from scratch. 
Yeah, it, it has been a really good collaboration with uh, Starbase to use some of their assets and just bring them into the trailer. Great. I mean, it does look very uh, like eerie and uh, and, and very uh, photorealistic. But was going for photorealism uh, always uh, the idea, or did well, you we toy always, with that? We, we always try to stay true to the games we do trailers for, and uh, they are going for a realistic look. So we went for a realistic look. Mm. Yeah, that that's quite important since. When when we do trailers for games, what the fans really want to see is gameplay, basically. So we we don't want to trick the the gamers into seeing something that is not coherent with the actual game. So we, mm-hmm. we, we try to stay as true as possible. Exactly. Like Aiden will still be the same in the game as it as he is in the trailer. Might yeah. be a bit lower res on some of the textures to be be able to run smoothly, but basically it's the same asset. Yeah, definitely. And we have good collaboration with the client, so... Whatever comes out of these gates, we've got a better chance of survival if we work together. Do you understand? If we stay together, we survive. The original creator of The Walking Dead Universe, uh, Robert Kirkman, was he involved at all in this production? Do you know Well, he is, over, as far as I know, over at Skybound. So he's on the client side of things. Like Starbase handled all the contact with the Skybound to mm. be able to be sort of a filter and to make sure that the feedback was coherent for us to incorporate and stuff like that. Yeah. Did he like it when he saw it? Well, I hope so, and I think so. <laughs> <laughs> I don't really know. Actually. <laughs> We hope so. We hope so. <laughs> so... Aidan hit the screens in December and was very well received. Uh, and in many ways, it was a great step forward for the Good Back Cancer Cinematic Division in, in terms of realism. Uh, how did that feel, Henry, to, to show it to the world? Well, it had been ready for quite some time to be released. So it was really fun to finally show the world about our capacity and creating a really engaging cinematic trailer. You said that it had been done for quite a while because you had already started to work on the other trailers. Yeah, we we have been working on uh, all the trailers at the same time, sometime during the production, like the script phase or the boardmatic phase. But in terms of actual shots production and asset production, we tried to create them, what do you call it, uh, after one another. Yeah, yeah. One by one. <laughs> one by one. <laughs> one by one. Yeah, but but the, the bulk of the, the asset creation is something you can do beforehand. So we we did start on the second trailer right after the Aiden one. So mm-hmm. and then we also did have a project in between, right? Mutant Year Zero. Yeah. So we we have been keeping quite busy here at Goodbye Kansas. <laughs> You're always busy. Yeah. <laughs> so The next character trailer was Maya, released a few weeks ago. Uh, it's quite different from Aiden. Uh, can you tell me more about the story in it? Well, when we created Aiden, we we tried to make it uh, really gruesome in a way, but really slow paced. When we created Maya, it was a lot more uh, action oriented. Um, like when the the zombies enter the rooms, it's really gruesome when they start stabbing. And uh, we watched this all through flashbacks of Maya. We really see all the um, like feelings she go through throughout the movie. Like the ending with David and Maya is really, really something. And it's a um, uh, great piece of acting there. I mean, it, you really feel with her. 
Yeah, definitely. And there are so many subtle details that you probably won't notice the first time you watch it. So keep a track on the, the sync in the end. Hmm. <laughs> I need to watch it again. <laughs> Where did you get the inspiration uh, for the look of, of this ER and, and all? Well, we try to we try to find inspiration everywhere. Could be a concept art from us or from the game or anything real in the world. Yeah, and, and we are quite tight as a team as well here. So we we try to push each other to to find inspiration. And we we do have other productions like the Walking Dead series that we can draw inspiration from as well. Mm. And and uh, the Maya trailer was also directed by Andre Valin, uh, like Aiden. What were the main challenges with the Maya trailer? I mean, technically. Well, we we have come really far in terms of workflow and pipe for these kinds of products, so everything was pretty smooth. But uh, making sure the facial animation was really readable was like a really challenge. And like having a CG character wash her hands like realistically was a bit tricky. But yeah, yeah, washing the blood from the skin is quite yeah. tricky. And, and we, we also have quite many variations in the stages because we have time jumps in the trailer, so mm-hmm. we have... Blooded versions, more bloody versions, clean versions. Pre-app or post-app or yada yada. Yeah, exactly. So, <laughs> so it it's logistically it it's quite much. Yeah. What makes the grass grow? Blood, blood, blood. So, uh, how, how does it feel when you're done with a job and and the trailer is released and and you see that people really really like what you've done? Well, it's always great to have something released that's been cooking for so long. It's sort of a release that you, you see something that you created with your team and uh, it's accepted by the wider audience as something really good. Then it's a really good feeling. Yeah, I think it's a it's a good feeling all through the project. So as an artist, you you want to feel that that vibe within the project while you're creating because the path to the release is, for me, as important as the final release of the trailer. Yeah. So I think it's quite important to have a good vibe all through. I think we did have a good vibe through this. It was so much fun to work on this. You're, you're always smiling when, when I pass where, where you work. I love so my work. We try to have a lot of fun. Like, <laughs> if we have fun, it's, uh, it's just the result is a lot better. Yeah, it's important. It's uh, the, the feeling of the company as a whole. We are all good friends here at Goodbye Kansas. We do fun stuff. It's it's fun all over, I think. And you two have worked together for many years. Yeah, been we we have been working for like I don't know eight or nine years or something. Yeah, I think so. Something like that, and we have been doing trailers and characters for quite some time. Yeah, <laughs> happy friends. Okay, so 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 if you you have to choose one thing in the Maya trailer that you are extra proud of, what would that be? All the details that Jonas created for Maya and to light that and to help with the shading with that was amazing. Yeah, I, w- I would say that as well. All the, the amount of details we were able to put into the trailer as a team, we, yeah, I think we really outdone ourselves on this one. I, I was actually in contact with, with a, a journalist who said specifically that she absolutely loved the hair of Maya. I haven't told you, but I'm telling you now. All right. Ooh. Uh, well, Jonas. <laughs> well, I would say the the creation of the hair for Maya is quite a team effort. We we had, for example, 
Sandra creating the, the basic room for the hair. We had Henrik doing lots of the shading and fine-tuning the hair. I think I did some work on it as well. You always lead the characters and you always make sure that we bring out everything in the character that we want to bring out. But I mean, it's truly a, a team effort. Uh, so, so obviously we cannot name everyone who worked on it, but, but you listeners do visit our website and see the credit list for a project like this. It's lots and lots of people and, and everyone is important. For sure. In the process. Yeah. So you mentioned that your first contact with, with this trailer project was in late 2016. So, so you have spent what, one and a half year uh, in this universe. Uh, how does it feel to work for so long with the same project? Uh, I mean, do you dream about zombies when you sleep at night? Well, I don't sleep that much. So I don't dream, but <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm a parent. Ah, Th- then it's good to have zombies to, to flee to. When it, Did so. you say parrot? Ah, something like that. Parent. <laughs> I am special. You are very special. Yes, yeah, so I, I really enjoyed working on the same project for such a long time because it, it gives you the opportunity to really develop and fine-tune your pipeline. Mm-hmm. So I, I know that we have done really much on the character side with uh, how the skin would feel and the, the specular hits and stuff like that. And it's uh, I, I think it's good to get these longer projects to be able to develop. Yeah, yeah, and like the this was the first project for the facial rig, and it it was really amazing to see how it worked out <laughs> in the end. Yeah, definitely. But was it easier to do Maya than to do Aiden because you already had done Aiden? Maya went a lot smoother than Aiden in terms of like pipe and tools and workflows. Like we had we had the recipe now, so it was a lot easier to. Yeah, you can say it. you can say that uh, Aiden was the the first. Uh, it's the first uh, phase in this uh, making a trailer of these proportions. Like we have done some trailers that are big, but this is for us bigger. Mm. Yeah, so so Aiden was the first collaboration that we had with our new facial department. So yeah, exactly. Yeah, and when we came to the Demaya trailer, we were quite set and we had good communication with them. So it it went so much more smoother than with Aiden. And you already had the momentum of the exactly exactly. So now we we're aiming for this guy. Yeah, we of course made a lot of templates for Aiden that we reused for Maya, and yeah, mm. it worked great. You, you mentioned that Goodbye Cancer Studios uh, is also doing VFX for the TV series The Walking Dead and Fear the Walking Dead. Uh, did your cinematics team collaborate anything with the TV VFX teams? We didn't uh, work that close, but of course we always inspired each other. Like we watch each, other, each other's work, so it's always inspiring to see these really cool VFX things. Even though they are a bit differently made than we do, we have to really do everything in yeah, the picture. Yeah. But, but we, we still use the same tools and when, for example, when the Walking Dead team, the TV series team, when they create, for example, procedural textures in Substance Painter, we, we can reuse them for like blood and gore in our trailers and that's something that we actually have done. Mm. Last but not least, with so many undead projects in the house, I mean, 
don't you ever get tired of all these undead walkers coming to you from every computer screen? <laughs> Not really. Like being in the Walking Dead universe, it's great. Like I watch the TV series, I will play the game. It's a really, really fun IP to be in. It's yeah, it, it's quite a fun universe to to dive into with zombies and gore. But but we we also want to mix that up with different projects as well. So. Yeah, diversity is the best. But yeah, but because I mean, I mean, Good Vacances is also producing like VFX for for commercials and stuff. So sometimes you, you can do a little furry rabbit exactly. instead of cute animals and yeah, cute animals. What's that? <laughs> Zombies. What is this? Where did this animal come from? Oh, oh no! <laughs> cute. Yes. Two great trailers, Aiden and Maya. Thanks a lot for coming here and talking about it. And looking forward to have you as guests. Thanks for having us. Thank you. And you out there, thanks for listening. As usual, you can find lots of links to things we talked about at our webpage, goodbyekansasstudios.com. And do mail us. We love to get mails with questions or, or things you want us to talk about in our pod. Next week, we will talk with some homecomers, Swedish digital artists who have worked abroad and now have returned to the old country of Sweden. What is the difference between working with VFX in Sweden and, for example, Canada? Tune in next week and you'll know. Until next time, goodbye. I'll be until. Auf Wiedersehen. Vi hörs.